We went through five steps. Today, we're going through another five steps. But before we get started, we want to recap what we talked about yesterday. So yesterday, we talked about um, managing your non-payroll expenses. So things that don't pertain to paying your employees, you want to make sure that you are managing those expenses and not going overboard, creating a plan, uh, a budget plan, and making sure that you stick to it. And that goes into the next one, establishing and, and enforcing a budget, create a budget and stick to that budget. A lot of times, if we don't have a budget, we are just swiping the card, swiping the card, and then we're overspending at the end of the month. We're like, oh my God, where did the money go? Make sure you create a budget for your business and stick to that budget. All right. The next one that we talked about yesterday was way non-essential spending. So if it is not essential to the, um, to the success of your business, don't buy it. Don't purchase it. Don't spend on it. So like we talked about going out and um, entertaining potential customers. I mean, yes, you still want to, you know, schmooze them, but you don't want to overspend. So just be careful about where you're actually spending that money. Okay, checking your inventory. We talked about hoarding. A lot of us are hoarders. We like to buy a lot of supplies, especially if it's on sale. Oh, I may need this at some point in time. Oh, let me put this aside because I may need it. I'm not, if it's there for a year or more and you haven't used it, chances are you're never going to use it. So get rid of it. Okay, so we want to check our inventory, resell our inventory, give it to someone else who can use it. But we want to be very frugal with the way we're spending our monies. If it's something, again, that's going to help your business to get to the next level, most definitely you want to spend on it. But if it is not, if it's just a need, a want and not a need, then don't do it. And the last one we talked about yesterday was keeping your credit in good health. We know we live in a society where most of the people don't have good credit. And I mean, it's just hard to keep good credit. But right now you want to take action on making sure that you secure your credit because your business credit is aligned with your um, personal credit. So if your personal credit is in the crap part, in the crapper, literally your business credit is going to be in the crapper too. So you want to make sure that you are securing your business credit, your personal credit to secure your business credit. And you also want to make sure that you are growing business credit separately to your personal credit so that your business can eventually stand on its own and it's not totally reliant on your personal credit. Okay. So those are the five things that we covered yesterday. And we're going to cover five more things today to help you to recession proof your business. Hi, change agents. Welcome to the change agents podcast with me, your host, Tracy B. Allen, impact strategist and owner of TVA Consulting. The Change Agents podcast is about empowering nonprofit leaders, social entrepreneurs, and small business owners with the knowledge, skills, strategies, and concepts needed to build and grow a profitable, sustainable, and compliant infrastructure so that they can create impact in their communities. So, welcome to Morning Tea. My name is Tracy V. Allen. I'm the owner of TVA Consulting, where we help nonprofits and businesses develop the systems and processes needed to build and grow a profitable, sustainable, and compliant infrastructure so that they can achieve their mission and realize their vision, but most of all, so that they can create impact in their communities. Okay, so recession-proofing your business, part two. Okay, number six. So the thing that you can do is to nurture your current 
um, client and partnership relationships. So you want to make sure that you are reaching out to your clients on a regular basis, letting them know what you have to offer, sending, not just trying to sell to them. You want to actually build a relationship with your current partners and your clients. A relationship, like if you were going to date someone, that is the type of relationship you want to have with them. You want to make sure you have totally developed the like, know, and trust factor. Because people do buy from you sometimes, even though they don't know you, like you, or trust you. They, they saw a product that they needed and they went ahead and they purchased it. But now you want to truly solidify that relationship and make you the only person that they want to go to for whatever it is that they need. What that also does, that loyalty also brings referrals in. Because if I truly engage with your product, I am not going to make sure that my friends know about your products. And if my friends need that particular product, the only place that I'm going to send them to is to your business. So making sure, and the same thing with your partners, you know, make sure that they continue to do business with you. If you have a partnership, a referral type partnership, you want to make sure that those partners are continuing to send you referrals, making sure that you have some type of um referral partnership agreement with them so that they're getting something from this partnership. Remember, everything is a give and take in business. And you want to make sure that everybody in your circle, in your business circle is happy with the services that you are providing. No matter what scale or what level you're providing it on, it's about customer satisfaction. Okay. No, I don't believe that the customer is always right, but it's about customer satisfaction. All right. Number seven. Oh, that's spelled incorrectly. But anyways, um, let me change that. Don't, don't cut back. That should be cut. Okay. So don't cut back on your marketing. So don't cut back on your marketing. So a lot of people think that during this time, what you need to do is to cut back on how much marketing you're doing for your business. Actually, you don't need to do that. You actually need to rev up your marketing, not necessarily but um, only doing paid marketing, but doing something like this, doing live, engaging with your your um, audience, your potential um, audience, your target audience, and your ideal clients, and giving them valuable information that they can use to make informed decisions. So making sure you know what your um, competitors are doing. Look at what your competitors are doing. You're supposed to be doing competitive analysis all the time anyway analysis. Competitive analysis all the time anyway. So right now, or during a recession, you really need to know what your competitors are doing. How are they engaging their potential target audience so that you can figure out what you need to do in your business to make sure that you stand out, that you have a differentiator from your competitors so that people are attracted to your product. So that is what you need to do. You don't need to cut back on marketing. You just need to tighten up on how you're marketing and making sure that the marketing, making sure you're looking at all your anal analytics and that the marketing that you are doing currently is actually working. What isn't working? You need to tweak it. If you tweak it a several times and it's still not working, then maybe you need to get rid of it and move on to the next marketing strategy. But you should not be cutting back on market. You should actually be revving up your marketing, both paid and free marketing um, strategies. Okay, so that's number seven. Number eight, uh, 
creating strategies to win over onlookers. Just kind of what I talked about. Making sure that your target audience is your are your onlookers. Those are the people who are looking at you. They know they probably want what you um what you are selling, but right now they're not sure if you are the person that they want to go with. They're not sure if they want to spend the money right now. They're just not sure about a lot of things, but they know deep down inside in their subconscious mind, they know that they need or want this product. Your job now is to seal the deal. Make sure that you are, again, standing out from the crowd, that you're differentiating yourself from the crowd, and they understand that what you are selling is what they need in order to propel their business to the next level, to just use in their house, depending on what you're selling, whether you're a nonprofit organization or for-profit organization. Making sure that your programs and services are clear and that they have defined differentiators that people understand and can, can connect with and that will propel them to buy, right? So that's number eight. Number nine is to expand into new territory. So if you are currently only selling to people in your state or your town, you want to now expand outward. That is how you're going to make sure that you secure your business. That is how you're going to make sure that your business is recession proof. And the internet is a wonderful place to do that, right? So you have a plethora of millions of people that you can potentially come into contact with from the internet. You need to adjust and bring your, your services on here so you can expand your territory throughout the United States and probably even international if you have that type of product, okay? Or you have that type of service. And again, it doesn't matter if you're a nonprofit organization or for-profit organization. Business doesn't stop because there's a disruption. I can't stop my business because I still need to pay myself and my subcontractors and I need to put food on my table. You need to be able to adjust and expand your business so that you can continue to make money in your business. This is your livelihood. This is how you make your living. There's nobody cutting you a check every two weeks unless you work. So make sure that you have the strategies in place so that you can adjust quickly and continue to make money in your business. So number 10, offer new products and services that are timely. Okay. So right now is not really the time to offer like high ticket items. Granted, there are people out here who still have money and they're willing to pay whatever it takes to get their businesses to the next level. There are always going to be people who have money, no matter what we're going through, right? But if you're trying to acquire those onlookers, especially to become paid customers, and you can take them down a funnel and you know build up that know, like, and trust factor and have them become such loyal customers that they become referral sources for you, you want to start them at a lower priced um, offer. So if you have something that you can um, offer a discount on, if you can have a sale or whatever it is that you need to actually bring that person in, like you're throwing out that hook, like you're going fishing, you're throwing out the hook and you want to wheel them in, figure out how, what you can offer that is timely, something right now, like right now I'm doing this because people want to know how to recession proof their business. They know that a recession is coming or potentially it's going to come. How am I going to secure my business throughout this possible recession? These are the ways that you can do that. 
So this is timely. We're going through a crisis right now. How can I crisis manage my business? Make sure that whatever it is, is timely to what is going on and not insensitive to what is going on. So again, those are the 10 ways in which you can recession-proof your business. So we went through what we talked about yesterday and we went through five more today. So the bonus is you need to stress test your business at least once a year. And what does that mean? Stress testing your business, making sure that your business can actually withstand something like this. So a lot of people have never stress tested business. I've stress tested my business on many occasions, not because I wanted to, but because I was forced to. If I got sick, like when I had surgery in 2017, my business was stress tested, okay? Can it withstand me not actually being actively involved in it on a daily basis and still continue to make money? Can I adjust how I interact with my customers when I could not speak for about six months, right? So stress testing your business, at least put your business through some type of rigorous stress testing to see how your business is going to survive if it will survive and what you need to do to make sure that it survives in a time of crisis. So thank you for joining me for morning tea, even though I was a little late. Again, if you want to get in contact with me for a uh, consultation or to um, create a business plan or a strategic plan or disaster plan for your organization or your business, please reach out to me. It's scrolling at the bottom, um, tvacon.com. Again, that's tvacon.com, tvacon.com. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Bye. Okay, change agents, thank you for joining me today. And remember, there is someone in your community that needs the products and services that you provide, and it is your responsibility to get it right. Have a great day.